Good morning and welcome to the Women in Leadership, Body, Mind, Soul, and Business Podcast, Mindset Monday. I'm Charlie. And I'm Heather. And together we are working to connect women in leadership, body, mind, soul, and business. And today we are focusing on things that are all about mindset. This- we, we started doing Mindset Mondays because we feel like Monday is a really hard day, you know, um, to get motivated and get going in the mornings and to be prepared for the week. So uh, by creating a positive mindset on Mondays, we really set ourselves up for success for the rest of the week. And we wanted to share that and some tools with you along the way. Yes. Um, Angela and I had um, Angela Wallace. If you've listened to the show, you should know who she is. I would hope so. Go back and listen to some of her podcasts. If you don't, Um, she and I um, have worked together for a year and a half or so. And we were doing just a little piece on Mondays for a while um, that we called Mindset Monday. And we really found that when we focused on the positive things on Monday, it really affected our whole week. Mm -hmm. And then we also look forward to having that discussion again on Mondays. So I was really excited when um, we brought it to the podcast and we're like, yes, let's combine that with what we're doing here. And Mm -hmm. we have the tools. So um, I was really excited this week's um, sutra of the week is called Klesha. So we're talking about the Kleshas, which are like the things that stop us from moving forward. And specifically this week, we're talking about mental, emotional affliction. Seeds of unhappiness, sources of fear, cause conflict and strife. Roast them with the flame of awareness and clearly hear the inner essence of life. Nikolai Bachman, who is the author of The Path of the Yoga Sutras, which is the book we have been going through uh, each week for the um, podcast. Um, so this week we're on chapter 21, Klesha's mental, emotional afflictions. And again, that quote is seeds of unhappiness, sources of fear, cause conflict and strife. Roast them with the flame of awareness and clearly hear the inner essence of life. I love that. Right. I just love how Nikolai Bachman, um, takes these, uh, concepts from the yoga sutras and transforms them into practical ways for us to practice these things every day. So it is a lot. If you um, go and you listen to Charlie, read them on the YouTube channel. Um, It is a lot when you're hearing the different words, but if you're been growing with us they're the words they build on each other they really so do. um you know we talk a lot about uh like keen discernment and then so then these concepts are like building on each other as we've moved through so we're like about halfway through yeah chapter 21 i guess oh, a third of the way through the book yeah about a third. so uh, we're really getting you know into some really good meaty stuff yeah and this um This book, The Path of the Yoga Sutras, it's really set up in a way where you could do one chapter each week and it takes you through the whole year because it was 52 chapters. And I'm not sure if that was on purpose or on accident, but it was an accident for us. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And I just think that that's that's really, really important. But then our other topic this week is putting time in a box. I was like, what? 
What does putting time in a box mean? So time boxing is a time management technique that limits the amount of time you spend on a task. So instead of working to completion, you work on something for a specific amount of time before moving to the next task. Mm -hmm. This is using the Parkinson's law that basically says when you take your task is going to take as long as as you give it time for. And um, you put in 20% of your effort is what gives you most of your results. So like 80% of that time, you're just putting it off, right? Mm -hmm. You're just letting it pass you by, you know, and then, then at, you know, it's almost deadline time and you put in that huge burst of effort Mm -hmm. that was about 20% of the time. It sounds like my final papers in college, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Last minute. Okay. I'm going to make this sound really awesome. So, so if the deadline is way off, we procrastinate, Mm -hmm. but always seem to get it done in time. Mm -hmm. Well, this is how we harness that power now. So we're going to use some time blocking to help us harness that power. Why do we want to harness power of time? Because I, I, I hear all the time people saying, I don't have time. I don't have time mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing you can never get back is time. And it's always used as an excuse, but we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. So how are some people more productive than others? And this is a time hack to help people be more productive. Right. And you can also look at, at it this way, that you can make more of everything but time. Mm-hmm. You can always make more money. You can always do more, make more, whatever, but you can never make more time. (laughs) I'm reminded of my grandma jokingly would say, like, go ahead and hit the kids. We can make more of them. (laughs) We can make more where they came from. (laughs) Right. (laughs) When the kids are playing in the road. <laughs> Not that we want you to do that to your children. It's just, you know, it was a joke, right? Like, you can always have more of them, but you can't have more time, right? Mm-hmm. So, if we're forcing ourselves to focus on one task and we make that one task our priority, it helps us ignore the other distractions. Mm-hmm. Um, setting time helps you reduce product procrastination and motivates us to take on the distasteful tasks or projects, especially then afterwards, if you like schedule a reward task, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I like to kind of sandwich, like I'm going to do something I really like, and then I'm going to do something I really don't like, and Mm -hmm. then I'm going to do something I like again. And that way I'm still getting my cleaning done, but I'm still getting to do the things that I like to do. Those avoidance tasks aren't being avoided because you're like, okay, I have to get this done before I get to go do this other thing that I really want to do. It's like this little award at the end, right? And I mean, reward tasks are like making Canva graphics. Right. <laughs> you know, the things that I enjoy reward to do. Tasks are the fun ones. <laughs> um, time limit too, because you're using a time block forces us to finish or not fin- focus or sorry. Focus is to finish a product, but not be so focused on making it perfect along the way. Right. Because we can get lost in that trying to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I get stuck there, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I can't make this perfect. And I get, I just freeze. Like, that's something that I notice about myself. Yeah. Because you get overwhelmed with the details. And then the other thing about time blocking is it helps us to learn how long something actually takes to do. Mm -hmm. 
So by adding a time limit, are you getting it done in like half the time? Or, you know, is this taking like, I put time for this and I still didn't finish it. I put time for it and I still didn't. Like, I didn't know this task was going to take me five hours, but I worked on it every day for an hour every day. Like, and I finally got it done. Like, so it really gives you an idea of how long a task should actually take. Right. And I think that's uh, really good to realize how long a task actually takes is because, you know, it helps you with the planning, but then it also helps you with the follow through. Like when you tell somebody that something's going to be done by a certain time, but you didn't schedule enough time to get it done by then, then it feels like you're letting them down because it wasn't done in time. So if you're, and you're letting yourself down because you didn't follow through, right. It becomes a whole thing. And then you have the negative mindset and then the task becomes negative. And then you're like spiraled down this path Mm -hmm. of, I can't do this. Right. So we avoid that mental, emotional spiral that we take ourselves on by managing your time a little better. And time, I don't know if you guys know this about me, time management is a big deal to me. I still very much have that military mindset of if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, you're screwed. Um, And it's really hard for me to um, think of things on my timeline is, is just fine. I can manage my timeline, but then other tasks that I know need to get done, but maybe they're on somebody else's timeline. You feel like my timeline is, you're like, Oh, I might need to take that. Oh, you're like, Ooh, I might need to help them with that. Or I might need to do that. Mm -hmm. And you you start adding things to your timeline and all of a sudden you're really stressed out because you don't have time to do everything, right? Yeah, that's what I did this weekend, you guys. I went on a whole time spiral of we don't have enough time, things aren't getting done, bleep, 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 bleep. It was a whole thing and we came up with a plan. And that was even after Heather so graciously, you know, set up this this topic. That was right. I was like, like, wow. Hey, on the head. You called me out. Thanks. But, um, you know, think about your mindset around time and how that affects your own mental, emotional afflictions. Right. Um, And things that you do to yourself. Like, I put a lot of burden on myself because of time. And I don't need to. And I need to look at that and reevaluate that. And this is a great opportunity to do that and, and a tool to do it with. Absolutely. I think that that's great. Um, We have some uh, exercises that are in the yoga sutra book. Um, This week they're on page 108. And the first one is observe a typical reaction of yours and explore when it began and why. Okay. So I just talked about this with the time, right? I know I have a problem with time. When do I have this problem with time? It's when I don't see something getting done on my timeline. Um, You know, I'm working through that. The second one is write down all the ways one harmful behavioral pattern is detrimental to your life. And I will tell you that my timeline OCD is detrimental to my life because I will have a panic attack. Mm -hmm. 
I, she's seen it. I've had panic attacks because things were not on my timeline. They were on someone else's timeline, which was still a fine timeline, you know, and everything still got done in time, but it wasn't my timeline. So letting go of my anxiety around that. And we did just basically that. We did these exercises Mm -hmm. to work through it. We did. And the third one is why I was like, hey, we got this. I'm like, yeah, we can totally do this. I got it. We got you. So the third thing to think about as things come up, these mental, emotional triggers is why might you be afraid to dig up a deep, longstanding issue that, you know, needs to be worked out? Why would I be avoiding Dealing with my own personal time management issues. I found a TikTok and it was like, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but if you want this thing to happen, you have to go through the mess. Yeah. And the mess is hard. And I think we know that like Mm -hmm. we've been working through things enough and we are in the messy middle enough that we know that every time we open a box, we're going to hit that mess again. Mm -hmm. And in order to get through it, we have to go through the mess. And that, I think that really just shows up. It really does. It really does. And I think we're afraid that not everybody else is going through the messy middle, like that we're alone, that this is an individual thing that happens. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Because it, it can be very lonely as you're changing boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. When you're setting new boundaries, it feels lonely. When until you have habits, it's hard yeah and it and it can feel very lonely it can feel feel very lonely so just make sure that you understand that you are not alone in any of this and as that change occurs the joy you'll get from new relationships with good boundaries or Mm -hmm. the new level of relationship goes to because you're setting better boundaries for yourself, for your kids, for your people around you. Um, The way you allow people to talk to you and respond to you in business. Mm -hmm. I think as being um, solopreneurs, a lot of us, definitely choose who we work with like you know we're not going to work with the person that's being a real b word okay (laughs) like it's just not like we're not attracted to that right right unless you know that's the level you're attracted to right like if that's who you want to work with you're going to be gravitated towards that person right Mm -hmm. but if you're trying to create more joy in your life you're going to be like hey but you know what at the same time when your own personal vibration changes, mm. so does the people around you, right? It's, it's it's so magical the way it all works out. It is. As you heal and you see yourself in a different light, mm-hmm. how you respond to people around you changes. And it's mm-hmm. because you've, you're taking care of those emotional reactions. Mm-hmm. You're taking care of those things. You've learned to respond to yourself with love and care and grace. Mm-hmm. Like you can learn these things. Absolutely. They're all learnable. Speaking of things to learn, uh, Heather's got a few tools to help us track our time. So how do we take hold of this magical element of time? So one of my favorite things to do is use a timer. Okay, in my house, cleaning is not our favorite thing to do. Nope. So we put on a song, we put on some good music, we get the vibe up, right? 
we then set a timer for how long we're so use a timer so the timer cut us off now <laughs> use a timer <laughs> um in our house, we use a timer for cleaning. Um, sometimes I'll use a timer for, oh, I love to do it for social um, media interaction. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I love a timer and I call it blitzing. Um, Fraser Brooks talks about it and it's super fun to do. Like instead of, I have to talk to 10 people, you know, you go and you interact with people for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you're having really heartfelt conversations for 10 minutes. Now you don't, respond to the people in that 10 minutes because you're starting conversations in that 10 minutes so it's like you know you set boundaries of in that time what kind of interactions you're doing so you make sure you have follow-up time in your schedule later because when you start a conversation there will be follow-up that needs to happen right and you can easily get lost in social media forever yes absolutely so protective scroll be real with yourself Mm mm-hmm um, choose tasks. Pick the order of the tasks that you need to get done. Sandwich the hard ones and the least favorite tasks with the ones you like or are less stressful for you. So if a task is super stressful, be aware that, you know, what you're doing before it and what you're doing after it is going to be affected by the amount of stress that activity causes. So for me, it's if I have to make my child do his bedroom it's going to be stressful for me. So that is not the time that I need to be on Zoom, right? Like I shouldn't, let's take five, 10 minutes and meditate. Yeah, like let's repair and then have an act, you know, then we're going to meditate afterwards and refresh that we didn't kill him, you know? Right. We all made it through and he is growing, right? You know, and especially with his amount of time as we've been working on it, we're really seeing the compound effect of, what that means by doing these things consistently. Expectations. Have grace for yourself. You might start a task and be really focused and in the zone of productivity. Don't squash this because of the time limit you gave yourself. Give yourself um, space to really get into those moments. Mm -hmm. If you are in that zone and you don't want to stop until you're done with whatever it is that is, that's okay. Stay in your zone, right? Yeah. Because if you're firing on all cylinders and you're in that zone and you're getting it done, that is the ideal place to be. And sometimes this is where like your top six things of the day list comes in. Mm -hmm. So if I know that I need to get these top six things done, I'm going to make my posts. I'm going to interact with people. I'm going to do the dishes are going to be done. My bed's going to be made. I'm trying to come up with six things. I'm going to brush my teeth and um, my social media posts for the next day are going to be ready to go. Say those are your six things and you get lost in a task. You know, at the end of the day, you only have these six things you have to get done. So, you you know, you could get those things done in 15 minutes if you needed to. Absolutely. So be aware that, you know, you're setting your priorities and giving yourself grace is all part of the process. Because, again, you're learning how long something really takes. Mm -hmm. You're also learning when your good time zone is. Mm -hmm. Because there's certain times of the day that we all focus better differently. Right. And every person and everybody, everybody has a different balance of when your brain focuses really well. I like to work on things early in the morning before everybody else is awake. 
um, I think as, as moms, we do that. Uh, if you live with anybody as a woman, <laughs> I think that we do that because we are so caring and giving, we will put everyone else's needs ahead of us. This is where we're like not grabbing our phone the first thing when we wake up. Right. So that's why these things are good for our brains. Absolutely. All right. Set time limits with others. Sometimes meetings, phone calls, and Zooms can be a time suck. If someone might hijack you for far too long, it doesn't mean that you don't want other people to feel respected or valued, but it's also important for us to respect and value their time and you to feel respected and valued as well. Mm -hmm. So this is is another learning process of boundaries, (laughs) Um, but the more consistent you are with this and, you know, saying, I, I, I will say things like, we really want to respect your time. We're going to make sure we're done on time for you. Like mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure that we respect you. And most of the time people are really amazing about that. Yeah. I think that it's a little harder in um, business relationships that are usually good, but in our personal relationships, I think it's a little harder to set some of those boundaries. Like mm-hmm. you have that friend that wants to call and talk for two hours and you're like, I don't have time for this right now. I know, yeah. And I think, I think it needs to, it's right along there with that mental emotional stuff, right? We need our own defragging time is what I, I call it. Like I need my own time to switch gears so that I can be ready for my family after my work day. There's, there's some time to, you know, I need my own personal time to switch gears and working from home is super fun because I have to like go hide for like 20 minutes so that I can decompress from my work day and then move on to my, um, my home life. So you don't feel like you're working 24 hours. Exactly. You have to create, create that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, does that mean you pick up and all of the computer stuff goes in the bag? Like, what does it look like for you to transition and and putting that in there, Mm -hmm. putting that on your block? Like, this is my transition time. This is what I'm going to do to have my end of work ritual. And maybe before I go home ritual, quote unquote. Now, remember back in the day when we used to like hang up the phone on the wall, right? That was very satisfying being able to hang up on somebody and slam the phone down. You can't really do that on a cell phone. I mean, you could, but you might break your phone. But it's just as satisfying to close your laptop at the end of the day. Like, I'm done. Blink. All done. And that's it. You're done for the day. Yeah. So impressing the button to like shut down the computer at the end of the night if you have a tower, mm-hmm. you know. I think yes. However, it is you shut down at the end of the day. Find that, that little bit of joy in that. Be like, I'm done. Bye bye. That's right. And I think we got to take that moment of, ooh, wow, I did a good job today. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a piece we miss, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's that. I hadn't thought about Reward that. yourself for a job well done every day. Yeah. Yes. So the quote from the 52 small changes for your mind, which is the book that we're um, using to talk about these topics uh, this week is make use of time, not the advantage slip and not let advantages slip. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. William Shakespeare. <laughs> no make use of time. Let not advantage slip. Thank you. I was like, wait a second. Am I, I was like, am I reading this funky? (laughs) But I was like, when you said it, I'm like, oh, it's William Shakespeare. Like, 
Okay, I got it. <laughs> That's why sometimes we practice things. All right. So uh, check your email. The new, le- new newsletter will be coming out soon. And if you are not part of the newsletter, go to our website, www.womeninleadershipbsmb.com. All one word, all, no spaces, no underscores, nothing, just all those letters together and you will find us and you can sign up um, for the newsletter. Women in Leadership, bsmb.com. We're really excited. This week we got some really awesome guests coming on. We have Kiana Hughes coming to us Tuesday afternoon, 4 p.m. Pacific. And Wednesday we have Maria Tan. 9 a.m. Pacific. And on Friday, we have Samantha Bravely coming back with us at 9 a.m. Pacific. Thank you so much for joining the Women in Leadership Body, Mind, Soul, and Business podcast Monday Mindset. Namaste. Namaste.